Hey, this is Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Lizzie Borden here in beautiful Las Vegas. Your new album, My Midnight Things, gets released in a couple of weeks. Are you feeling anxious, excited, or a little bit impatient? Uh, it, it's, it's been such a long process uh, from finishing the album till now uh, that I've had to have patience over, over the whole thing. I mean, there was one time we released four, four releases in 14 months. So uh, this has been, you know, a long process. But I'm I'm uh, excited, and you know, it's been so long since I've had a, a new record out. So uh, I'm just excited by the whole thing. It's a very diverse album musically, and deals with love and its many emotions. Why did you choose that particular subject? Uh, well, the last two albums, uh, Deal with the Devil, I, I wrote about religion, and uh, Point with Death, I wrote about death. So uh, I just wanted to go completely in a different direction. Uh, in a more possibly positive direction, but there's so much, you know, it's a, it's a it's a great thing to write about because it's it can go back and forth between uh, a really negative thing and really a positive thing. So it was very interesting to uh, dig down deep and see if I could bring something new to the table uh, within this concept. So uh, I had a good time doing it. Which is your favorite song on the album today, and why? Uh, you know what? I don't have a favorite because uh, they're all my little babies, my my little midnight things. Uh, but um, "Obsessed with You" is is a song that uh, actually it's going to be the next video that we're working on, and uh, that's the one song that I, I had a really good time. You know, I had written pieces of that song years ago, but then I, I, I took it and retooled it and reworked it for this one. And it came out really unique and really, um, you know, uh, what I was what I was going for. I actually achieved it, and that almost never happens. So, <laughs> so it, it actually worked pretty good. So that's uh, that's my current um, leaderboard. But uh, I, I like them all for different reasons. Would he be having a release party? Yeah, we're having a big release party. We haven't had a release party since I think Master of Disguise uh, album, and that was uh, at the bottom in the orchestra room at uh, Capitol Records in Hollywood. And it was massive, and it was really fun. Uh, so we wanted to bring that old school way of, of uh, bringing a new album into this world and, uh, and have a really cool old school um, a release party, a record release party, you know. So, because um, there's not a lot done these days, you know. Uh, in, in the 80s, every band put out, I did a release party. And it was really fun uh, time. So we decided, let's do that again. Let's, let's go back into that and bring the fun back into uh, into uh, this industry. And so uh, we're going to have one, and it's in Las Vegas. It's free to get in for anybody that's <laughs> in Las Vegas. At that time, it's just the night before the release, June 14th, and it's at the Hard Rock Live. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Okay, yeah, I was brought up in the 80s scene and that, and yeah, I was just been watching, actually, Decline of Western Civilization again for about the 100th time, just before I just started to ring you, so yeah. Happy days, <laughs> when we all had hair. <laughs> so you've recently re-signed with Metal Blade. How pleased are you to be back with them? Because, of course, that was their compilation back in 1984 that really got you noticed, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> that was the first... Back then, no one released albums. 
you know, the only person that had an album, uh, only band that had an actual album out was, I guess, Motley Crue. They put out their first record on their own or whatever. But most people just had demos. Even the radio station at that time was playing demos. So to, to have any kind of <laughs> album out that where your song would be on vinyl was almost in, improbable. Because especially in a genre that hadn't even started uh, uh, proving itself. So, uh, yeah, that first uh, Metal Massacre 4 that we were on was uh, really uh, that started the whole thing. Can you tell us your plans for the rest of 2018? I mean, are you hoping to get over to Europe? And can you give us some idea about what the stage setup is going to be? Or is that a big secret at the moment? We're just working on the production right now. And the feasibility of it all, and uh, I think it could be the the biggest production I've I've ever done, just because technology is 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 there at my fingertips now, and it, it did it wasn't available to me early on, without being ex extremely expensive. So uh, the stuff that we're just plotting and, and planning right now is pretty amazing, and uh, it's going to be pretty cool. So it's a uh, I mean, it's the Midnight Thing show, so it's going to be uh, based on that whole theme. So we're working on the style of it right now and, and all that. And so we, I wanted the album to come out first uh, because, uh, you know, when I do a tour promoting an album, I play a good portion of the album live. So I want people to get used to the songs and everything. And they didn't want to just jet out on tour playing songs that they no one was familiar with. So uh, once the album comes out June 15th, then we'll start getting a little deeper into it and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll find a, a really good lineup uh, to put together for the for the tour and then start booking territories all over the world going back to the 80s which two albums from that magical period would you play me to introduce me to that time uh, well from the 80s it would be you know for me it would be visualize and master of the skies those were the uh, pinnacle of you know, those are my two biggest selling records. So uh, and it was you know, we we were at the peak at that moment in time. So it was uh, those are the two records, and and they also mark uh, my songwriting development. You know, because the first few releases, you know, we didn't know what we were doing and songwriting. We were just throwing everything against the wall. But once I hit visualize and master of skies, I decided to start writing songs instead of writing musical uh, acrobats, you know, and and it became a whole different story. And, uh, and that's the same thing I did on uh, Midnight Things. I, I wanted to write songs. As far as another band from the 80s, I mean, it would have to be, I mean, I guess from the Hollywood era, uh, it would have to be Motley Crue. They were the king of that whole thing. And But from the UK, it would have to be, you know, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. I mean, Judas Priest was always my favorite heavy metal band. So, you know, I mean, that's kind of the two realms, uh, uh, I think, during that period. You had the, the heavier bands coming out of uh, the UK, and then you had the, uh, the fun, really, you know, over-the-top, uh, sexual, dynamo, crazy <laughs> party uh, Hollywood, you know, and, and, that, and that came from Hollywood. So uh, it was a good mix, and everyone, you know, it was, it was very cool at that time to be able to like so many different types of bands because now everyone categorizes everything and so everything is put in a box now and back then you could go to see uh motley crew one night and iron maiden the next and it wasn't even uh, it wasn't even a freaky thing you know 
So uh, I, that's the best part of back then. It, nothing was really categorized until a little bit later. drugs and rock and roll or was was back then was that a myth or a necessity it certainly wasn't a myth it, uh, it was uh, I mean <laughs> sex and rock and roll were massive and uh, the drugs were uh, especially in Hollywood were everywhere you know the I think the whole it was a different time back then especially on tour um, sex was a lot different it was um, it, it wasn't uh, like like it is now I mean, uh, the, the environment back then was everybody wanted it. So, uh, you know, we, if we pulled up into a town, there'd be tons of girls who were very interested, you know, and, and, and were well uh, understood what was going on. There was kind of a, a mutual understanding. Uh, it's a little different now. But back then it was very, uh, it was prevalent. It was part of the, part of the whole story. Yeah, not every band uh, did drugs, uh, but... Definitely, uh, you know, the sex and rock and roll was a, a wild time. With my midnight things, did you draw some inspirations from back in those days? Yeah, I think that with every song that I write, I, it's everything that uh, that I've gone through in my life, you know. And if I if it if I can squeeze it into a line or two in the in a in any song, I'll do it. And uh, so you see, little there's little pieces of my life in every song that I write. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not so, I try to write in poetry form rather than storyboard or anything like that. So there's multiple, uh, uh, you know, every, every, the listener can have their own opinion on what they think the song is. And that's the kind, uh, that's, I try to leave it uh, as wide open as possible in that way. And then close all those doors where it looks like I'm only talking about one thing. So, uh, yeah. What would you say has been your biggest accomplishment? so far as a performer well i mean uh, to me i love playing the festivals they're so phenomenal uh it's such a different animal i mean i like every i like every, every i love uh, arenas they're probably my favorite 
and theaters and uh, you know i've played a zillion clubs so you know playing the festivals is pretty cool because even when we started those festivals were not even around even to dream about and uh and there was a couple of them you know but really you barely hear about them and then uh and then when they started you know becoming a big thing and it is pretty amazing to play in front of that amount, you know, such a huge amount of people in one show. You know, you up your game a lot. So I guess, I mean, I guess playing the festivals, but I don't know. I think making records, and especially this one, this record is uh, getting such good reviews. I mean, I'm getting ten out of ten, five out of five. I've never had that in my life. It's always I've always had mixed reviews. This is the first album that I have not had mixed reviews. It's all been positive. So, uh, you know, I, so far, this is uh, a pretty big accomplishment. You've only ever done one live album. Have you ever considered, like, filming a show, become a DVD, or even to become a live album this year? If you know yeah, me? I mean, uh, we've been wanting to do them. We, you know, we did the Visual Eyes tour. That was a huge production tour. We did the Master of the Skies tour. That was a big production tour. And both of those we really wanted to do, and I really wanted to do uh, live stuff. But at that time, uh, no one was buying them anymore. So it became a point where the record label just wasn't interested in doing anything like that. But that kind of come full, came full circle now, and uh, it's starting to be something that people are buying again. And I know the label's doing uh, one or two for some of their big bands, and... Uh, um, it's starting to be something that, that uh, you know, I would love to do. It's been so long. You know, we did it right coming out of the gate, and we haven't done anything since, so people haven't really seen the Lizzie Borden show presented in the way it's evolved over all these years. So I would love, especially with this production that, that we're planning, um, I would love to do it. So we're lightly talking about that, but, you know, we'll, we'll see about the success of the album and how well it's received by the fans. How glad are you that you started off back in the 80s rather than starting off in a band in the 21st century? For me, most of my influences are from the 70s. Yeah. So uh, if I started, you know, later than that, I wouldn't have had those influences. And I, and I, I, and I, I don't know what I would have sounded like or what my influences would have be to guide me in the direction especially the, where I'm at now I mean those influences I wear them as a badge of honor you know because they are the ones who shaped me I, I took those blueprints from all these amazing songwriters and performers and all that stuff that came out of the 70s and uh, you know try to figure out my own way uh, and, and and that's how I did it so yeah I'm, I'm happy I wouldn't have wanted to do it without those influences because uh, that's what shaped me and made me think about uh, how to write uh, a good song that will stay around longer than a touring cycle. It must be gratifying to see a lot of the 80s hair bands still going. I mean, you've got Vane still going, Poison are going to be hopefully doing a full tour. You know, these bands are still... I, I love it. I mean, as long as people are still trying to be relevant, I love it. I, I'm not a big nostalgia guy. Uh, I hardly ever look back. I just want to keep going forward. Uh, um, so yeah, I mean, I, it's so I, I, I as long as bands are still trying to uh, be better than they were, then uh, uh, then those are the bands that I really uh, root for. Uh, the ones that uh, who are just you know for what they did in, did in the '80s, it's a different story. And you know, some of them are still good, uh, 
but I, I would love to see uh, everyone still striving to be better and write better songs and and try to evolve. What about the current music scene? Are there any bands that you sort of listen to now? A ghost comes to mind. Uh, I really love the. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Blue Oyster Cult, and I hear that in their music. And uh, I'm, you know, I usually the, the, out of the new bands. I mean, I like the Darkness too because I can hear ACDC and Queen and all that stuff that they're influenced by. And so I, for me, I usually like bands that are influenced by bands that I'm influenced by, and those are the ones who cut through to me. And if I hear them nowadays, so uh, yeah, I mean, I guess out of out of the current roster of newish talent uh i would say uh yeah the, uh the ghost in the darkness what would you like lizzie borden to be remembered for in 100 years time Whew, that's hard one i mean because i you know uh, i've split myself into a, a few different things you know i'm probably n more known for my stage show than i am for my songs which is unfortunate because i really wanted my songs to be you know uh the star of the show uh, so I probably would love uh, at least one of my songs uh, to break through that barrier and, and outshine anything that I do on the stage. Lizzie Borden's motto in life? To try and be as happy as possible. i just uh, seen too many people living in depression, and uh, it's, it's, it robs you of your life. So, uh, I mean... I mean, that's probably why I do a turnover in my lineup all the time, because I want to keep refreshing uh, that excitement and that, you know, that, that uh, you know, the excitement of, of new players in my band who are just so excited to be there. And uh, so I never want it to be depressing or anything. And I always said, it, it, once it stops being fun, that's when I stop. And so far, it, it's, it's still been fun. Even through the hard times, it's, it's still been fun. Well, I'd like to, again, congratulate you on my Midnight Things. It's absolutely awesome. But if I get some final words from you for your fans and our listeners, that'd be great. Yeah, the thing I always say is um, download all you want, but please buy at least one copy uh, of the album because that helps us know what territories we, we need to bring the tour to. You know, when we know, okay, we sold a whole bunch of records in this area, then we definitely have to do a show in that area. And so that's, it helps us book the tour. So uh, everyone, at least buy, you know, spend 10 bucks on, on, on one record. And I hope you love the record. It's, uh, like I said, it's been the most positive experience doing this little press junket because everyone seems to love this record and it's not, it's not mixed it's uh, it's overwhelmingly positive, so I'm pretty excited by by it all. But yeah, and I can't wait to to bring the show around the world and uh, play these songs. Hello, all my midnight, midnight things. things. This, this is, is Lizzie, Lizzie Borden, Borden, and you're listening, listening to, to the Metal, Metal Gods, Gods Meltdown. Meltdown.
Hallelujah.